Hello, how are you today? I wanted to share um, a few stories, a few client stories today. Actually, what's working stories, which are the best kind, right? <laughs> Those make me happy. I'm not using names. Uh, this is all private, but it's just observations I've had over the last mm, month, two month, three month of what seems to be working for different people in hopes that you will have something in here that sparks you and just in case whatever you're doing right now isn't working for you. So hang in there, listen in, because I hope to spark some interest for you. Thanks for being here. Hey there, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining us today. I am honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. One of the reasons I wrote my new book is that I know that all of us are different, right? We're all different and I don't believe in cookie cutter workout plans. I also believe that what we're doing, um, if it's not fun, if it doesn't spark joy, <laughs> to, I think Marie Kondo said that, if it doesn't spark joy, if it doesn't get your interest up, then it's not gonna be sustainable. Okay, it's just not going to work. So these are five different women that I'm working with, and all of them have approached uh, their fitness from different ways. And I'd just like to tell you what, what was going on, what wasn't working, and what's working now. So listen in. Um, the first, I'm just going to call them Client One. It's so sexy and loving, isn't it? But I don't want to use names. So Client One, she didn't want to set plan. And I mean, like, really didn't want to set plan. Not, she didn't want to have a cookie cutter plan. She didn't want to have a set plan for what she did any day of the week. It was, it was funny because I'm a little bit of a, <laughs> I'm a little bit of a let's make a plan kind of girl, but she wasn't. So we would go back and forth and we'd go back and forth and it never quite, it never quite gelled um, what she was doing. Like some days she'd be like, on fire and other days she'd be like yeah yeah i didn't really feel like doing anything today and and then the next day she'd wake up a little achy because she hadn't done her mobility and it just wasn't working so one day i sat down and i really thought about it and i went okay i've got i've got it for you here it is and i gave her a menu <laughs> like a real menu um typed out here's her appetizers here's her um you know main course here's her vegetables and here's dessert and what it was, was it wasn't food. It was things that she could be doing and that she could pick from. Like, here's the menu. Let's pick and choose. But, but there was one caveat. By the end of the week, she had to have chosen, I don't remember what it was, probably 10 things off the menu. That's probably something like that. So let's say on the appetizer list were, um, was yoga, uh, mobility. And maybe on the main course was weightlifting, uh, bike riding. I'm just, I'm making things up right now, but I'm just, I don't want to give you her exact menu because it was her menu. But what else? Pilates, I think we had in there, pickleball in there. And then um, 
for dessert, actually some of the fun things that she really enjoyed doing, like pickleball was a dessert because that was something she really enjoyed doing. Um, long hikes, long hikes were under the um, dessert because that's where she always went to, right? Like if she wasn't gonna do anything else, boom, she'd go do a long hike. And so we just came up with all the things that I knew she liked to do, right? And what she would do is, First, the first few days, she started out by saying, I'm going to pick the day. I'm going to pick when I wake up in the morning, right? I'm going to pick what, my, what I'm doing. But she started realizing that it's a whole lot easier if you pick the day before, because then she'd be able to plan ahead and have her gear ready if she was going for a hike or if she was going to go for a kayak paddle or whatever it was. Didn't matter what it was. She, she realized that she needed to have her gear ready. Then what happened was... <laughs> <laughs> this is like something my mother would have done to me. Um, then what happened is that she started realizing that maybe if she laid her menu out for the week, it would get easier because then she would know what she was doing each week and, or each day. So she could kind of, you know, mix and match and have things. So in the end, what was working? What's working? What's working for her is she didn't want to plan. She got a menu and now she's making her own plan that's really really working for her. I mean, like she is spot on, kicking butt, just doing all the things and super excited. So client number one, <laughs> client number two, client number two, she was unenthusiastic, right? We're just kind of like, Ugh, same old, same old, you know, I've been doing the same thing for all these years and I am bored really. She was bored. So I started thinking about what could we do that would keep her from being bored? So all we did, all we did was I asked her the question, what's something that you want to look forward to? If you had anything to look forward to right now, what would it be? Right? Just like, give me something. Let's get excited. And what happened? Yes. I mean, her eyes lit up. She said, this is what I'd like to do. And I'm, yeah, that's something I'd like to do. But man, you know, I don't really want to do all the exercises that I'm going to need to do to get to that. Fair enough. So how else can we get there? Well, one other way she could get there, because what she wanted to do was what she called a, um, I don't remember the exact word, like a push hike, like something that was a true challenge. I think she was calling them a challenge hike big challenge. Like you do this, you just did a triathlon. That's basically what it was. So not that it was a swim, <laughs> swim, bike and ride and run, but it was like that kind of challenge. That's what she wanted to do. But yeah, getting there wasn't terribly exciting. So we started making ideas of smaller hikes, which is what she loves to do, that she could um, mix and match with her mobility so that she felt good on the hikes. Right. And, and then maybe maybe a little bit of a resistance so that she'd feel good and strong when she did it. And then she went a step further and she got a hiking journal with that like literally, and dear client number two, if you're listening to this, you know I'm talking about you because it's very specific, but she bought this beautiful hiking journal that she could start tracking what she's doing in. So then all of a sudden we've gone from eh, same old, same old to wow, you know, I am tracking what I'm doing, but I'm tracking it in a way that it's fun. It's not, you know, boring tracking. So that's working for her. Client number three, 
this is about tracking. Okay. This is somebody who came into the program and she wasn't active. Like she wasn't active at all. Hadn't, hadn't really ever paid much attention to fitness. She hadn't paid much attention to her food. Um, she knew she needed to drink more water. She was like drinking a cup of water a day. I don't remember what it was, but it was like very little. <laughs> and she just wasn't like, it just hadn't been a way of life. And she realized that she needed to get, she needed to step it up. If she wanted to have all the excitement and fun and adventures she wanted in life, she needed to step it up. So things were going, things were going really well. She was following her plan. We had a plan for her mobility, cardio, resistance, you know, all that stuff was going, except that all of a sudden she plateaued. And when I said plateaued, what had happened was she'd been losing some weight, which was really exciting for her because she had wanted to lose weight. Um, it was something she needed to do to get into the fit, to shape she wanted to be in. So she'd been losing weight. It was going just fine. And then all of a sudden, boom, you know, it happens to everyone. Stop. Doesn't matter what she's doing. She's still not, you know, the needle is not moving and she was getting really frustrated. So we, we looked at it and I think, I think frustration, maybe, maybe she'd plateaued for a month or six weeks, probably. Um, I think, I think it was six weeks because I usually tell people just calm down. One month is not a big deal. Six weeks. Let's look at it. So at six weeks, we look at it and we realize that one of the things that she wasn't doing was she may be tracking her movement but she had never started tracking her food and she'd never started tracking her water. So at this point we're, she lives in the South also. So she's moving toward um, going into summer. Definitely need to make sure that her, hydra her hydration is correct, right? And so she needs to start tracking that water and her food. Because if you think about it, like, if we do the rough, the rough number of, you know, 3,500 uh, calories equal a pound. That's rough because, you know, not all calories are created equal either. But let's just say, say that. And she's not tracking her food, then she didn't really realize or really know what she was taking in each day. Okay. Fitness or food wise, food wise, calorie wise. So she would eat a cup of, a cup of nuts. A cup of nuts and a cup of berries a couple times or not a couple times a day take it put it together split it up into two um two snacks a during the day and felt like she was doing something super healthy which yes and <laughs> a lot of calories there right lots of calories in that so what we did was i said okay i personally i hate tracking my food i really do like it's like oh please let me track anything but my food but sometimes we have to so she started tracking her food and really like really writing it down. She had been trying to use an app and it just wasn't working for her. So I went like, what's the easy way to do this? And the easy way for her is just like the same easy way for me is I just write it down, right? Like just scribble on a piece of paper, tally it up at the end of the day. And she started doing that and started realizing that she was probably taking into three to 500 calories a day that she hadn't even realized like me, she was doing things like, you know, lots of nuts, uh, lots of olive oil, a few other things, but they were things that were good food, but very calorie dense. So once we were able to start tracking in an easy manner, like her water, the way she tracked her water was just 
one click, one click on a piece of paper, and she needed five clicks a day to um, call it a day for her water. And I don't remember exactly what size her water bottle was, but you know, it was a decent size. Let's call it, uh, let's call it a 20 ounce bottle or something. So, so that's what she was doing, simple tracking. And as soon as she started doing that, she started noticing a difference. Um, she started losing a little bit more weight. Uh, the pants started getting a little looser and more than anything else, she started getting more and more energy. So client number three, <laughs> client number four, first time in her life, she'd ever lifted weights. Okay. And she is mm, late sixties. So had never lifted weights before late sixties. And the first thing she did was she wanted to be perfect. She wanted to do this right. I mean, this is somebody who's, you know, she's she's been super successful her entire life. So she wanted to keep doing it, keep doing it just right. And what her win was, was we were able to go from, how do I do this exactly right? And I need to be doing it three times a week and I need to be doing all these things right. Two, how do we do this in a way that feels good, that's effective, and that is really starting small so that the joints, everything else has time to catch up with the muscle gain. So she went from perfection to beginner's mind. And when she was able to get into beginner's mind, what happened was she got curious, right? Like that's, that's what beginner's mind does. Like when you really, really embrace beginner's mind, it's like, what would happen if, how can this be better? Um, this isn't fun. What would make it more fun? All of those things, right? Like, like really thinking outside of the box because you're not, you don't already have exactly what it is you're supposed to do, right? This old cut of cookie cutter thing, you have a mind that's open. So once she got that open mind and quit trying to be perfect, she started having fun with this. Um, she took one of her days that she was, by gosh, I'm going to lift weights these days and start doing, she was doing Pilates on a reformer. So that was one of her days. And I said, call it resistance, right? I mean, it is. And so then her other two days, she was mixing and matching. Like one day she was using uh, actual free weights and weights at the gym. And one day she was using resistance bands. And for her, mixing and matching and doing different things really was fun. And once it's fun, it's sustainable. So <laughs> client number four. Client number five. This one is fun because she's been doing a lot of really great things. Like, and she's been on, like on solid for a year now. Doing like she's she's really changed her, she's changed her habits, she's changed her body. She's changed her mindset. Like she made all these changes and things were just perfect. And then, and then her husband decided that it was time to go travel and not just let's go somewhere for a week. This was, he literally, I think it was like, I don't know. It was a long time. They made a plan to travel around the country for, it's about six months. And so she's like in a panic. She's like, what am I going to do? here I am. I've been, you know, I've been going to the gym. I've been doing all the classes. Everything's been working. And now I'm going to be on the road. I don't know how to deal with this. So what we did with her was it was very simple. I went, okay, 
what can we do? Like, you know where you're going to go. Let's find first, like easy ways, easy ways to do some exercise while you travel. Okay. Bands, bands are easy. So that's probably the, the quickest, easiest way to go. Uh, taking, she took a, um, her tennis shoes and a weight vest, a lightweight vest, not a super heavy one, a lightweight vest, because generally speaking, like she had some um, bone stuff going on and she wanted to keep building her bones up. So just walking, like a lot of times we're told, oh, just go walk. Just go walk is, is actually really not going to do much. So um, other than, you know, make you feel good because you're outside and maybe give you some cardio. So she got the weight vest so that she could get some, a little bit more, you know, weight bearing exercise. Then what she did was she studied everywhere she was going and only, you know, like a month out. And in that, where she was going study, she found things in every place that they were stopping that was ex that were exciting to her, things that she wanted to try. Stand up paddle boarding in Florida, a surfing class in Florida, bicycling that she could she could rent a bike. They weren't taking their bikes with them. Like all the things that she could do that would be fun, that she just pre-planned and set it up. I mean, she didn't have it like set to the date because they they were on a kind of in kind of flexible schedule, but she knew what she was going to do when she got there so that now she had things to look forward to. She was no longer in that panic, like, oh my gosh, what if I quit exercising? I'm, it's going to all fall apart, right? I mean, valid, valid point. If you've been doing everything right and then all of a sudden everything stops, <laughs> so does our body. <laughs> so for her, she just figured out all these things that she could do along the way and and thought outside the box too. It wasn't just going out there and going stand up paddle boarding. It was also taking a um, a surfing class. It was also taking a stand up paddle board in the surf class. It was also doing like different things that just pushed her outside of her limits or outside of her her preset box. So those are some things. Like if you think about it. All of them are different and all of them are the same, right? Like if you really think about it, all of them come down to a few things. One of them is, one thing they had that they all had was they, they did have me. I mean, I, I work with all of these people one-on-one. -on -one. So um, we had one-on-one -on -one coaching and accountability. So it wasn't like when client number five went off on her trip that she was just alone. She was no longer alone. She had me, we did text accountability. You know, we ran ideas past each other. We get on calls every week. So, you know, she did, they all have that coaching, which helps. I think coaching is, is um, coaching is a, is a silly, is an interesting word, better, better term, interesting word, because like, I don't coach people. Like, I don't coach, like, how are you gonna do this? It's always about what's gonna work. Like, let's think this one through and come up with what's going to work and then have some accountability with it. Another thing they had were accountability texts with groups, right? Like just the community. Community helps. All of everybody in the, everybody that we've talked about is in accountability group texts. So super helpful. Um, another one is that we all talked about what lights them up, right? What's going to get them excited? which um, also is, like I talk about in the book, what's their North Star? Like, 
not just what lights them up, but what is their why? And every one of these people, every one of these women held on to that idea of what is my why? Why do I want to do this? Because when we know why we want to do something, then it's easy to or easier to figure out what it is that we need to do. Okay. And, and then tracking. Almost everybody, if you think about what we were talking about, everybody's tracking in some way or another. Um, using the menu, it's a tracking device, right? But not like there she's being tracked, but it she's tracking what she's doing. Um, tracking her food, tra using the hiking log, um, doing the strength training. She's using a tracking log so she knows what she's doing. And then having that... Uh, Having that trip coming up and a list of things to do, it's a form of tracking. So think about that. Like if you if you feel like you ever get stuck, think outside the box. Like how can you do something different? What's worked in the past, right? What's something you've done before in the past? It does not have to be do anything with fitness. It can have. It doesn't have to do with weight loss. It doesn't have to do with food. It doesn't have to do with anything. Anything in your life that you've done in the past that has worked you can take that information, extrapolate it out, and figure out how to apply it to what you're doing now. So I'll leave you with those thoughts. Have a wonderful week, and I will see you next week. And in the meanwhile, let me know what some of the out-of-the-box things that you're going to do. Thank you so much for being here. See you. Bye-bye now. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com, and on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.